Life is full of awesome what ifs and some not so much, like unexpected medical costs. That's why United Healthcare provides Health Protector Guard fixed indemnity insurance plans to supplement your primary plan and help manage out of pocket costs. Learn more at uh1.com. Here's a cool fact a crocodile can't stick out its tongue. Another cool fact you can get short term health insurance for a month or just under a year in some states. United Healthcare short-term insurance plans are designed for people who are between jobs, coming off their parents' plan, or turning a side hustle into a full-time gig. Underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, they offer flexible, budget-friendly coverage with access to a nationwide network of doctors and hospitals. Get more cool facts about United Healthcare short-term plans at uh1.com. Today is Friday with Friends, and I have a dear friend, Leslie Murphy, on here with me today. This is actually Leslie's third time on the podcast. You might know Leslie as Leslie Ann Murphy on Instagram and The Road Less Traveled. She is a traveler up until this past year. She's creator of Limitless Travel, and she has a lot going on besides that. This year has changed for her as it has for a lot of people, and we talk about that today on the podcast. Please enjoy my chat with Leslie. Welcome, Leslie. I'm so glad to have you back. We were just saying this is your third time on the podcast. I know. Third time's a charm. Thanks for having me Third time is a charm. And and third time's a charm because a lot has happened in the last year since we recorded our podcast. And that is like we always time these really well because somehow there's always some big life event to to discuss always. And so much has happened since the last time. So much. Because when we talked last, I remember we were talking about you were in a relationship and this was like a really different relationship. I, it was obvious that this was the deep connection, you know, that we're all oh, yeah. longing for. And then I literally think about a month later, maybe even less, you were engaged. So let's just start there. Like, was that a total surprise? Which is always what people ask, right? I mean, right. I, people ask me too. I mean, like, obviously we know I think it, I'm sure you were too. Like you knew that that you were heading in that way. Like that's in hopefully everybody's mutual there, so that totally. you're kind of like you know you're <laughs> going down the blindsided. path. <laughs> right, right. Like yes, I, I we had talked about it. Uh, he was trying to throw me off though because I specifically remember around this time or last Christmas. So I guess 2019 Christmas, I had tried to breach the topic of rings. And he tried to throw me off. And I was like, okay, maybe, maybe he needs more time. But then a month later, we were engaged. So that was just him wanting to really throw in that surprise element. So we did. We got engaged February 4th, 2020. Wait, I'm curious. How did he throw you off? Did he just say like, that's too much to talk about? Or I have my own ideas? Or like, let's talk about that in a few months? It was super short. I remember we were just sitting uh, at lunch at a restaurant when, you know, that was just a normal thing to do. Go sit at a restaurant for lunch. And I I breached the topic like, hey, because he is Australian. So I don't know what he is used to, you know, what his friends had talked about growing up, you know, proposing to their fiancés and such. So I didn't really know where his head was at. If he liked, if he wanted to do that all on his own, if he was used to, oh, maybe his other friends going to pick it out with a girl. What, what, what happened there? So I wanted to know where his head was. And he just, he, I think he said a one sentence, like, 
oh, I don't, I don't know. I don't know about that right this second. Like I, and I was just like, huh, okay. I'm not going to breach this for, for a while and see what happens. Uh, and, then, uh, yeah, and then four weeks later we were, we were engaged. So little right. did I know he had the ring. And oh. I kind of loved that because I was in no way, shape or form involved. <laughs> I think that's amazing. Yeah. I, same here. I had no, no help or my husband, I, he did it all his own. Yeah. I, he, and I, I like that because I'm, I do too. I'm super indecisive anyway. So I would have been like, oh, I like this. I like this. I like this. Yes. Yes. Um, so, and I love a man who just can take the bull by its horns and is so confident with that. Yes. So you, when you got engaged in February, how long had you guys been together? We've been together for a little over a year and a half. So not terribly, not, you know, in the grand scheme of things, I guess not a, a whole lot of time. That was, that was exactly like Mark and me. Really? It was a little, it was about a year and a half, a little over a year and a half. Yeah. And similarly though, we had been through a lot together mm. in terms of travel. And yeah. I feel like travel is a great equalizer and it's a revealer, right? Because if you can't travel well together, I think it just actually shows a lot more about your inner construct. Absolutely. Oh my gosh. And in a very condensed amount of time as well. Uh, so you don't necessarily even have to have like, you know, moved in with this person before because you are already traveling with them, seeing their day-to-day, how they handle certain circumstances. And we did that really well together. And it was really interesting to see him grow as a traveler too. And I love how just flexible he was um, because you you have to be as a as a traveler. Um, or if you travel with me when it's like, go, go, go. And I... I just remember loving that he could go with the flow. He was down for the adventure and our, I think it was, I don't know, our ninth, eighth or ninth date, I want to say where he jumped on a plane and went to Norway with me. And so that's when I knew, I was like, I love his spontaneity, A. And then B, we went, I mean, with this trip, especially it was one night in a new place each night. And so it was fast and you had to be, you had to have the energy <laughs> and all that. And he was right there with me at every step of the way. And and I look back at our 20, I think we've been to like 22, 23, 24 countries together, which is amazing. And I'm so grateful for that. And that continues to be one of the best trips that we've taken wow. together of my life, just because that's when I knew, mm-hmm. when I knew early on that uh, we were, we there was something special there. So what would you say, like, in terms of that sync, how are you similar and how are you different? And, and how is that balance it all out? I think we're, we're super similar. Um, and that's why it works. I know, I know people, some people say, you know, opposites attract. But uh, for this, it's, it's kind of the opposite for us because we are so similar. And I think that's why we work. We're so go with the flow, spontaneous, down for the adventure. I think travel is both of our love languages. And so we're always up for anything. And I'm grateful for that because not a lot of people could be that way. And not a lot of people's, I guess, professions could lead them down that path with me. And because he had his own production company in LA, I think that gave him the flexibility to do that with me in the beginning. And then, you know, it was kind of a act of selflessness. He, he put a lot on the back burner for his business to go and do a lot with me. Um, 
still making you know money with me, but still putting his business to the side a little bit. So uh, I was I was grateful for that. I guess um, you know a little selfishly, but, but he made it work. I mean, he mm-hmm. he is he's a Capricorn through and through. He loves. <laughs> work and discipline. And, um, and so I, you know, for somehow. Oh, I love Capricorns, uh, man. He working harder than anybody. No kidding. And he does. And he loves it. That's what fuels him. So it sounds like you're both very adaptable, which is hugely, especially in this past year. So there has been so much happened. You got engaged, but you've also had to adapt to a totally different lifestyle than you guys were leading where primarily you're traveling and that that was not only for your own pleasure, but for your work. Absolutely. And then you moved <sighs> from California back home, which I'm sure was awesome, but also, I mean, these are huge transitions. And then, of course, something else happened. Like, <laughs> oh my gosh. So, and, it's been and, a lot. 2020 yeah. was a year. Oh my gosh. Yes. But you know what? I look back on it and it, and there is a lot of beauty in it. I will say it was, um, it was, it was good, bad, and ugly all rolled into one, <laughs> truly. And um, I don't even know where to start. I think... Well, talk, first of all, was what of the things that happened... Obviously, COVID was not planned. No. But what in your rea- response to that and then all the other things that unfolded, what was planned? What was not? I think, you know, I my business had had to change on a dime. I think if you... If you didn't pivot, I guess in 2020, I think you it was it was tough. And it was it was tough if you didn't, and it was tough if you did. Um and and for me, you know, I work for myself and travel. And so if I didn't, I wouldn't, I don't know what where I'd be. So I had to do anything but travel, which brought a lot of business insecurities on. I've got to admit, because I then I since I started putting out anything other than travel, I started questioning everything. Okay, if it can't be travel, what is it? Uh, so I would just document whatever I was doing. It was gardening. It was baking for the first time and cooking for the first time and taking people along with me and interior design. Never thought in a million years I'd dive into that. Like All these things are on the opposite end of travel and what fuels me and what where I source my creativity. And so with that just came so many insecurities, so many questions, but fun challenges at the same time. And and he was right there along with me, which I was really thankful for. We spent 24-7 together, like I'm sure so many people did inside their homes last year. But I am so grateful for that because we do really well spending that much time with each other. And then we, the whole wedding was put on hold because he, his whole family is from Australia and those borders are closed. And we didn't want, we really want our families to meet and be together. And, and so we kind of put that on hold, but I do feel like we took back control from this virus, from this crazy 2020 and got pregnant instead. (laughs) I love and, it. And we're having a baby first and that's okay. I mean, I I feel like my ro- my my life has always been like the road less traveled and do it a little differently and out of order and that's okay. It's totally okay. I love it because it's like not putting off joy. Yeah. You know, it's not exactly. putting off joy but just because you're there's supposed to be some sequence. Yep. 
things, are, things can be in all kinds of sequences. There is, we should know that by now. There's a lot of sequences that don't work well and there, and there's lots of sequences we need to redefine. Yeah. So I love that. So was that like a conscious, like, let's freaking have a baby or was it, let's move first or was it all kind of jungled in there together? Yeah, good, good question. <laughs> I don't know that so much was planned in 2020 and this certainly wasn't either, but I will say it's not like we weren't, we we didn't you weren't not trying, right? Um, yeah, exactly. He, he wanted. A you baby. weren't putting. What is it called? You weren't putting up the. What is it? The. <laughs> the, the net. <laughs> yeah, yeah. No. Exactly. Exactly. Yeah, we weren't doing that. Um, so we were kind of under the impression that whatever happened happened. And what's interesting is I got off birth control in February, and not at all to necessarily become to fall pregnant, but because I woke up one day. And it was as if my body was screaming at me to not take another pill. I don't know. It was, I just vividly remember this. And I feel like you should listen to your body, whatever it's telling you, do that. And so I got off birth control in February and we got pregnant in, in June. And I knew he wanted a baby, you know, two years ago. So it was, it was kind of perfect timing. And it's kind of like what you said, it's, it's kind of taking back that joy and not letting this past year steal our joy because mm. we already couldn't really plan a wedding. Um, and so this was kind of taking all that back. And it was really exciting yet scary in this crazy world of a pandemic, political unrest, all of that. Yeah. But mm. I, I wouldn't have it any other way. I'm so... No. And, and you know what? I think... Age is only a number, but I think bio, you know, biology and science is real. And I am 33 and he's 34 next week. And so I think it's the perfect time. I think it's a great time. That's basically how old we were a little bit. I was almost 33 and my husband's a year younger. So it was like the reverse. He's a year and a half younger, but or a year and a couple months. Um, but I, you know, honestly, some, sometimes I think this is what I'll say to people. I, there's some people who like to plan it, but you know, you could always argue there's never a good time to have a baby because it's going to change your life. Absolutely. And that's amazing, but it's going to change your life. So if you start thinking it or overthinking it, it will just, you could you could come up with a lot of reasons that it's not a good time. Um, but that's where you really do start to think about like biology and age and energy. And just if you're ready and there's no other reason, like like go ahead and try. And because because again, I think I, we were the same way. We didn't plan it. And uh, like I, we got married in June and got pregnant in October. And I was, I kind of, you know, thought we'd be married for a couple of years. Yeah. And then I just had this feeling like, I don't know, I just wanted to not use birth control either. It was the same type thing and hmm. see what happened. And then boom. Now, did you feel like I, with Olivia, now my second pregnancy, I didn't feel this. With Olivia, I, it's weird. I just knew like when I got pregnant, like yeah. literally yeah. I was like, it's so crazy. I don't think I've ever said this out loud, but I mean, to my partner, yes, but to nobody else. And it's, yes, I I know the exact moment that it happened. <laughs> right. It's so weird. And we're saying this, but what's weird is I, I do have like a witness because I was at a wedding, just like TMI, but um, <laughs> anyway, I went and I went to... Um, like afterwards, my, you know, I went and I walked in the next hotel room to my sister-in-law and I was like, I think I just got pregnant. Oh my and God. she's like, congratulations. That's 
great. Like, you know, she was, I'm sure she was like, what, what are you talking about? And I was like, I just, it was like some little magical something. Yes. Just and energy. She, she remembers that I'm sure. Mm-hmm. And, oh yeah. Oh, yeah. totally. Yeah. So anyway, it's wild. So you all, you had that feeling as well. Absolutely. It was just like a, it's hard to explain just like kind of this magical, like light bulb moment that just like snap of a finger, like, wait, did that just happen? Kind of thing. Yeah. Yeah, it did. It actually did. Yeah. It's weird. I didn't have it with Jonah, but I think in a way, maybe because I was just more settled and having another child and maybe this first time it was just like, wow, we're really going for it. Right. (laughs) I think for for us, we we actually took our first trip during COVID to Arkansas. So we're living in LA and, and got out of LA in June when you know, numbers were down. It was my mom's birthday and we traveled to Arkansas. And so I think it was, I think just getting out of LA and being so content with family in Arkansas. And then it just, it just happens when you least expect it. But I think when you're just like so calm and relaxed, um, I think that aided in it all. That certainly can. Yeah. So when were you already, had you already decided at that point you were going to move back or did the getting pregnant make that choice for you? Oh, we had no, we had no idea when we came to visit in June that we would be moving back. Um, and it was a lot of Alex's idea, which I find amazing because I know that is amazing. I would find, you know, certainly an Australian more than <laughs> to live in Arkansas. <laughs> yeah. More than willing to move to the middle of the country of, of uh, in Arkansas. I mean, never in a million years, but he'll say it time and time again. I mean, family is so important to him. And if we couldn't be near his, he wanted to be near mine. And our it's crazy how our families are super similar. I really cannot wait for the day when they get to meet because it's just going to be the best. And and I think he feels really at home and at peace around my family, even if it is in Arkansas, um, which I, I I say that. I love Arkansas. I just, it's, I've always loved come, coming back here. I never thought I'd move back here. Mm-hmm. And there's a mm-hmm. big difference. Um, yeah. And I think it is so perfect for right now in this pandemic um, w- while pregnant to come back here. And it's, I, I had a really hard time with it uh, towards I think the end of summer when we had to make that decision because I never thought I'd move back here. And I just, I don't know. I think I thought it was like this kind of failure in a way, which sounds terrible because it's... I think this is so common. I think when you're a successful, and it might not be just women, it could be men too, Mm -hmm. but there is this thing like if you go home, quote Mm -hmm. unquote, are you just kind of going back? Are you reverting? Yeah. And the answer is no. And you're going to you are going to be so incredibly grateful to yes. be there when the baby comes. Like it's 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 you're not going to it's just well you know ahead of time but you're really going to know like yeah. how important it is to have family nearby. I know and I keep hearing that and you know, everybody always hears it takes a village and uh and I'm just excited for her to be around her cousins and it's just going to be great and it's something I kept telling myself to because I, I kind of knew deep down, like I knew in my heart, Arkansas was the answer, but I, in my head, I, it was not there. It was not there. I mean, I was like, we had looked at homes in Colorado with a realtor, but you know, deep down, like that does just, it just doesn't make sense. 
And I always told myself, nothing is permanent. And I exactly. keep, going, keep going back to that because it isn't. I mean, we could, we could move next year. We can move in five years. We can move in 10 years. Um, and I'm grateful to have that kind of flexibility um, to be able to, to know that. And, think that and you guys already know that you are adaptable, that you could yeah. certainly, that a lot of people couldn't just move somewhere and then pick up and move five years later. It's just, right. it's not there. It's not hardwired. But for you guys, that's just like, that'd be fun, right? Like Why not give it a try? And I, w- I want her to know his family in Australia. So yeah, there are a lot of options and, and opportunities, I think. In the future, so we'll just- now before we get into like how pregnancy has been, I'm curious. Just on that note, do you would you ever envision yourself like if everything opened up back to travel, like traveling and with the baby, like really, like how, what what is it? Oh my god! Of course, the, who, but it scares the shit out of me. <laughs> yeah, who is the who is the family that does it? And they're so amazing. Bucketless family, they're great. Yes, they're amazing. Yes. I'm, yeah, I'm the bucket family. That's it. Yeah, I just want I just want to call them up and be like, okay. I know like we've, cause I met them in Nevis, like, I don't know, three, four, five years ago. And it's been amazing to watch their journey online. But like, I want to know the nitty gritty. Right. Like, do you, did you keep your kids on any kind of schedule? Like I, I'm so confused how the sleep um, schedules work, but I also want them to be, I want them to be really flexible, but I also feel like routine is important. So how do you ride that line? Like I, mm-hmm. I just have so many questions. <laughs> oh, well, they're um, the people to ask for sure. I mean, I know. I'm, you know, I know schedules when they're young, well, you know, at past that very infant stage are so important for everybody, but I'm sure that I'm sure they figured it out somehow, but I just was wondering it's, if you guys yeah, want to do yeah. that. Yeah, for sure. And um, I think it's kind of, like I say yes right now, but I it could change. Like she could get here and I feel like I could be in this place of setting roots and really loving being home. I don't know. I don't yeah. know. But it's I, smart it's smart to recognize that you could feel you don't you don't know how you're gonna feel until the baby comes. Yeah. yeah. And I don't I don't ever wanna put myself in this corner and and say, This is what we're doing. Cause I've always been pretty good with the flow. And so I wanna continue with that, I guess. We'll see what happens. I love it. I love it. I think that you you guys are going to be rocking as parents just because you're so already all your adventures, all your personality traits, because uh, being a parent is really requires the most adaptability, really. It's so, yeah, you're going to you're going to rock me, it. Tell me everything. Bestow all your knowledge on me. <laughs> I mean, I I feel like it's a good thing to be go with the flow and adaptable, but I also admire those people who do the research and like dive into the books and the literature. And because that's just not me, but I know that is, it's got to be incredibly helpful. <laughs> you know, here's the thing with, with parenting. I agree with you. There's, everybody does it a little differently. And I don't think there's any right or wrong. There's some people who sleep with their kids until they're five, six years old. Uh, there's some who put them in a crib, uh, you know, as soon as they're strong enough or whatever. It, it's, I just think it has to suit what feels right for you all too, because it is, you are forming a family network and that's, um, and I think moms, and you'll find this because of your, the size of your, um, you know, platform is that other women can be the hardest on each other about being a mom. And I just want to say, hey, you know, like, I think we're all trying our hardest. This is something that is unknown until you do it. And you can read all the books you want, but it is still 
We don't know. We don't know. We're doing the best we can and we should support each other. Big question. So I'll be here for you, Leslie. Call me anytime. Thank you, Laura. I appreciate that because I am um, the. I know the mom shaming is very real. I, of course, haven't experienced it because I'm not a mom yet. But it's something I think about, and I'm worried about being having having a platform and putting so much out there and sharing so much. It'll be interesting, but I don't want to. I I don't want to fall prey to that. I don't want to that to you know affect my mental health. But I think it's going to be very difficult. Well, you have you are strong and confident and you also don't shy away from saying things that might make other people uncomfortable and if they say something that is upsetting or whatever, I think you handle it with such grace and and I think it's always great to recognize like this is a platform, it's a it's a celluloid screen. These people don't really know me and what matters most is what I'm living with in my home. And and just sticking true to that, yeah. and knowing that you you you're, you also are entitled to change anytime you want your mind about something. Yeah. Some people, I had a friend who was, you know, she was going to co sleep, and she said after two months she was going insane, and like that baby was going in in his own room in a crib, and everybody was so much happier. Like changed the entire environment. Mm. But she said she would never have thought she was like dreaming about sleeping in forever and all this stuff. And she she said like I'm going insane. I'm like. You've got to do what's working for you. Right, right. And that's why um, I I guess on one hand, it's good to not go in with any kind of hard set plan. You know, a lot of people are like, so what's your birth plan? I, I don't really have one. <laughs> I don't have one. I don't want to have one because I don't want to set myself up. I, I don't want to have these expectations and then them not unfold the way I want. And so I I, I want a healthy baby. And I, I want it. That's healthy- exactly it. Yeah, that's all I know. Yeah, well, there you go. That's really good to know. <laughs> okay, so let's talk about how pregnancy has been. You're in your third trimester, almost thirty-two weeks. Third trimester, eight, wow. eight months pregnant. I guess. Yeah, it's yeah. Um, wow. It's been a journey. So, what's it been like so far? It's been. What's been the best, the worst, the most surprising? I think. Um, you know, I think more and more as I. Go especially in the third trimester. I I admire so much of what my mother went through because you don't really know, you don't really think about it until you are there. And um, for her to have done this three times and other women to do this multiple times, it's such a a beautiful sacrifice. And um, I think that you know those thoughts will only. <laughs> grow and evolve once the baby's actually here. But just going through pregnancy has made me think a lot about her and what her journey was like having three. But honestly, I am really grateful for how it's gone. I skipped morning sickness, which I'm so thankful for. Um, I have not thrown up one time or have been nauseous. I mean, maybe once in the first trimester, maybe once. No heartburn, a ton of fatigue. Oh my gosh, the fatigue and the bloat is real. Yeah, I remember that. Yeah. And uh, and then, you know, the second trimester is boring in a really good way. <laughs> like there's, you know, all those kind of symptoms go away and you don't have the anxiety of the third trimester yet of what is inevitable, um, which is birth and delivery. And so now that I've entered that, there's been a massive shift. A massive shift of, okay, wait, I really need to dive into the world, the crazy, scary world of strollers 
and I need to take a newborn course because I have no idea what I'm doing. And what is birth really going to be like? Am I going to tear? Just all of these questions that I can't not think about. And the fact that it's just getting harder and harder to sleep and move around. Yeah. So what do you, what do you try to do for like for movement exercise? What do you try to do for better sleep? Do you have a, do you have one of those sleep pillows? I do. I have a sleep pillow, pregnancy pillow. Mm. It, It definitely helps, but I, you know, I think more than anything, I'm grateful for the movement and the exercise that I did leading up to this point in my life. The culmination of years of that for physical health, mental health, emotional health, because I think it has made this journey where I'm at right now so much easier. And then, you know, movement was really hard in the first trimester. But when I made myself do it, just like any other day, pregnant or not, you're you're so glad you did. And, And then... For the second trimester, it was a little easier, but then of course you get bigger and bigger in size and it becomes, you just have to surrender. I mean, my, my relationship with movement and exercise has certainly shifted so, so much. And it's like this surrender where, you know, I did it pre-pregnancy for mental health, for physical health, for my figure, all of these things. But right now, it's certainly to aid in lessening back pain for better sleep, for preparation for birth. I mean, it it is totally shifted. And, you know, my hardcore yoga was always different. Yoga was always for fitness. And then when I did my yoga teacher training, that shifted into more of like this mindful practice and now yoga has shifted for me again, where it's light stretches that just feel good. Mm-hmm. The forward folds are awful. I can't do anything on my stomach. <laughs> you know, they're so, it's just so, so different right now. And what I love is my Peloton. I, I never knew I'd love that thing so much. It came in November at the perfect time. And it's just like this low impact movement that I love because walks aren't even comfortable anymore, really, because it's just that weight of the gravity pulling down on you. So it's just, it's just interesting. I think you have to surrender to all of these changes and you have to give yourself grace. And that goes with eating too. Mm-hmm. My relationship with food has definitely changed. Being pregnant, I have never allowed myself or I guess, I don't know, given myself so much grace to eat as many carbs or sugar. I just have completely given into the cravings for better or for worse. I'm not sure. <laughs> <laughs> oh my gosh, french fries could not I could just I felt like I could just eat french fries and salt every day. I, I loved it. Don't go to Target as a hungry pregnant woman. I mean, I can't have <laughs> cakes. I haven't eaten deeper cakes since <laughs> <laughs> 6 years old. Um, but they're in my house right now and I don't beat myself up up over it. And so, yeah, yeah. I think that's part two that is so refreshing in a way for, for, uh, for women, because we're the only ones that have babies, but women have, you know, historically been so, so hard on themselves, especially in our younger years. And all of a sudden there's something, I remember telling this to my best friend who had babies way after I did. 
And I said, the mo- one of the most freeing things, in addition to loving something more than you've ever, is like, you're not the most important thing anymore. It's like so freeing of your ego. Yes. You know, it's like, it, it's hard to explain. Yes. But there is something so freaking liberating about not just being concerned about like what you look like, what you're doing, beating yourself up, but you're like, I'm doing this for us, for another being. You're great. And, exactly yeah. how I feel. You put it in the perfect way. You really did. It's freeing and liberating because um, of, of course, I, I think diet and exercise has always been ingrained in, in me, but I've done it for various reasons. And now being pregnant, I've just... It's not so much on my mind. I just kind of do what feels good and what feels yeah. good. And it is so freeing. And that'll continue too. Because then you're, again, like you're a family and you're cooking for your family and you're you're not like counting calories or whatever that women do. It's like, you're just thinking, how do I want to present a, a well-rounded, nutritious, but not crazy restrictive yes. <laughs> you know, diet for, for my, my family? And it really, it's, so it's a great approach. It is. Yeah, yeah I agree. I can agree more. All right. So you have, oh my God, you only have eight weeks to go. Uh, yeah. I'm excited and, and so overwhelmed and nervous at the same time because how do you adequately prepare for that moment when you know you're going, you know, you're going into labor and, and then this human is just all of a sudden kind of heaved up on your chest? I, I keep thinking about that moment specifically of just like completely life altering in the matter of minutes. It is. It is really. And that's wonderful to think about it and envision and start to put that in there because when it happens, then it'll be four dimensional and it'll have like an, it's like a, it's like you're just hearing the different instruments and it's going to be like a symphony, like dun, 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 like the gates are going to open. It's incredible. But it's also other things too. So know that it's also okay to feel exhausted, mm. feel like some people feel disappointed. It's not that you're disappointed in having the baby. It's just that your hormones and emotions and fatigue are all going to be this like ingredient mix and you're going to feel it all. So I think it's just important to know that like that's normal too. You'll yeah. feel it all because it's it's a crazy experience. I mean, we're we're taking something that was growing at us and bringing it out. It's crazy. <laughs> I think about it so much and, and what it must be like, you know, to see this human for the first time that's been growing inside of you for nine months and then, you know, putting them on your breast for food that I I can't do. But I was having this conversation with my best friend a couple of days ago and just picking her brain on what that moment is like and it's a good reminder to just mm-hmm. feel it all no matter what comes up because I've also read that, you know, once this baby is, is out of you, uh, your body kind of immediately changes and hormones are all over the place. And it's kind of crazy how it can be a flip of a switch like that. Yes, it is. And I mean, I think there's, you uh, just listen to your intuition. And that's really, I think in those first week or two where you just, need to go back to taking care of you. Mm. It won't change after two weeks, but we'll get that kind of habit of like, well, I need to rest. I need to drink a lot of water. I need to try and nap because you have the support. So this is where you help have them help you. Because I just think it's it's where you can be with the baby whenever the baby needs you, but also you, you can take care of you as well. Because I think that's when women don't do that because they don't have the help or something. 
it can be really, really challenging. Good reminder, because I feel like as, especially as a first time expectant mother, all I can think about is birth and delivery. And, and so you kind of forget about the point when you go home from the hospital and then you not only have to learn how to take care of this human being, but also your own recovery. Mm -hmm. I mean, think about all the cultures where, you know, all the women gather around the woman, the mom who's giving birth. And then the mother who gives birth, it's like, she is taken care of for Mm -hmm. a couple of months. You know, it's like, uh, it's, it's, like I think there's something so beautiful about that. It really shows you that we're honoring this that that it is a fourth trimester. It yeah. is a it, there is a recovery and this um, and it's a recovery of all things, emotions and hormones and just energy. So definitely be gentle on yourself. And yeah, I'm sure you've got a great partner, husband, husband to be, daddy to be, yeah. and that's 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 a big part of it. Like my husband was, he was as you know, we, there's no percentage, but he was as involved in parenting as I was. So wow. it was truly co-parenting. And I know where I am now. I could not have been there if I hadn't had that from day one. Wow. Um, because yeah, it just I, built. I feel very grateful to have him. And he's he's in it. We've watched our first newborn course together. Which <laughs> <is> <laughs> oh my gosh. It was, I'm so glad he's, he's you know, in it for for the big and the little moments, like, like, I don't know, even just a newborn course, um, because he's, you know, he, obviously he's a, he's a male. He doesn't know female anatomy, like, like we do. And Mm -hmm. so it was just so interesting to watch him kind of go through the motions of, of learning what all this is like, because while he does have, you know, a mom and a sister, he's never been so deeply involved in, in that education. Um, but he's, he's all, I mean, I can't, I can't breastfeed because of my double mastectomy. And so, you know, he's, he's like, I'll get up, I'll do all the feedings. This is going to be great. And I'm like, Oh my gosh, you though. like I, this is 50, 50, but he's, I mean, he's in it and it's so, Oh my, Oh, that's amazing. That's so beautiful. Leslie. I'm so just so happy for you. You deserve this happiness. Um, and I hope that you'll have enough sleep and and all that that we can reconvene sometime maybe in the late summer after she's been out yeah. in the world for a couple of months. You See how updates. you're doing. Yeah, all this the updates. One big, one big experiment, trial and error, right? I mean, let me just like tell you, you, parenting is oh, well, everything is, but parenting is. I always I, I had heard something like this, and I really put it in my mind. It's like a chemistry experiment, and you don't know the results for. Two decades. <laughs> oh my gosh, that is right? so true. <laughs> you just don't know. You're going to try some stuff. And, you know, I just think um, humility is really important. Humor, all of it. But you, you guys are so equipped. You're going to be amazing parents. So okay. I'm so happy for you, honey. Thank you. Thanks. And thank you. Uh, by the time this podcast comes out, you might be really close to giving birth. So oh, gosh, it's just... we'll make sure it comes out before then. What's your due date? My due date is March 2nd. March 2nd. All right. Coming up, I got to turn this whole office into a nursery real real fast. <laughs> oh, well, enjoy these last eight weeks. Um, they will go by fast and just really take care of yourself. Like lounge around, watch movies. I know you've, are, you're going to be productive as well, but have that balance because there's something really 
that nesting stuff will come in and you want to really get grounded and just com- comforted and, yes. and not having to do a lot. I can feel it. It's coming. And mm-hmm. um, yeah, I'm surrendering to it as best as possible because, you know, I'm so go, go, go. And yeah. this is definitely very different from what I'm used to, but um, I think in in such a good way. Good. Yeah. Well, best of luck. Lots of love to you. Big hugs to Alec. I cannot wait to see your baby. Thank you. Thank you for coming on, honey. Again, I always love chatting with you. Me too. And thank you for everyone who's listening. I almost forgot about you guys. Just kidding. (laughs) (laughs) It was such a great catch up with Leslie, but thank you for listening. And as always, I'm pulling for you. deserves the best and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market.